With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, this is producer Brian. Um, Normally, you would be listening to a horror movie icon tell you that you are listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. But since this is the one-year anniversary, we felt the one that started it all should be the one to intro this special episode. This clip was taken from our very first show, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Nico, without you, none of this would be possible. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Nico Chen. My name is Nico Chen. I'm 28. I live in Tallahassee, Florida. And I just want to enter, uh, I always want to welcome everybody to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. I just want to say thank you to anybody who gives us uh, the time of day. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin. And they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Happy one year anniversary, everybody. We really appreciate the support. This is a... This isn't the biggest episode we've ever done, but this might be the most special to me personally. Uh, One year ago today, we dropped our very first episode of the podcast. We, me, Mike, and Brian, and former co-host Drew Howell, we reviewed 1984's A Nightmare on Elm Street, one of Dustin's favorite movies. (laughs) um, (laughs) Sorry, but it's it's been one year since we've done that episode. I'm very proud of the hard work we put in for this show. Uh, we've grown so much as a group of co-hosts in our in our style, our method, our our formula. And I think we honest, I, honestly, guys, not just a toot on our own horn. I think we do a really good job reviewing these movies as you know, just average Joes off the street. I mean, I'm a warehouse guy. Brian, he works in the tax collector's office. I think Mike's a coach. Uh, Dustin's a millionaire. Uh, you know, we're just regular guys. <laughs> oh, come on. And to celebrate uh, our one-year anniversary, we, we just want to highlight some of our favorite moments of the year. Um, let's just start off with our biggest interview that we've done. It's no coincidence that our first episode we've done was A Nightmare on Elm Street, and we got one of the biggest names in horror, Robert England, on the show. Um, Brian, what are your thoughts on, on getting Robert England? Because I know that you were a big part of that. Man, it it was it changed everything, to be honest. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I you know, first of all, I'll just I know it's let me I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I want to thank Adam Marcus again because he was our very, very first guest. Yep. And uh, so and, and I was able to get him just because I was uh, uh, in the same group as him. Uh, Jason goes to hell group in Facebook uh, on Facebook. So, um, you know, he kind of. I don't know, in a way, let it like, hey, we can get big name people. And, uh, um, you know, it's it's really 
it's kind of a, a, a just really luck, honestly, how we kind of fell into to Robert England. But uh, I mean, I remember me and me and uh, Mike both monitor the don't go out there Gmail account. So whenever we got the email from uh, <laughs> from his agent, it was actually the agent for the Travel Channel because he was on that uh, True Terror show. And yep. so when that agent emailed us back and said that, you know, he'd gotten the request and blah, 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 when can we do it? I mean, my heart sank. I remember that. That is still to this day the most nervous I've been for any any interview because, you know, arguably to me, that's the biggest name that we could possibly get for horror. You know, I mean, I don't know of a name that's, you know, you Jamie Lee Curtis probably has been more, well, not probably, David Arquette. has been more successful. But in horror movies... Robert England, I mean, I, I don't know. He's definitely like 1B right behind David Arquette, but I agree All right, with you, Brian. All right, all right. <laughs> oh. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to go with my <laughs> thoughts. First, I'm going to start with Germex because this is still 2020. Uh, all right, fellas. Anyway. COVID season. <laughs> hey, it's still COVID season out here. So, uh, what, David Arquette made you feel dirty? I don't understand. What the hell? <laughs> have you seen how Deputy Dewey does things? Anyway, so – all right. Uh, yeah. So just kind of piggyback off of what Brian said. I remember getting that email too, and kind of, kind of not really believing it. To be quite honest, it it. First of all, I love how Brian says that me and him <laughs> run the Gmail. No, I just happened to get the alerts on my phone. <laughs> uh, that's all, Brian. Brian does a lot of the work behind the scenes, and uh, but I did see it, and I'm I think I might have saw it before him and i hit our group chat up and said holy shit uh, Everyone, I, I remember my all capital letters brian checked the email <laughs> uh i think we've done that twice now and it, it's no coincidence again that our first movie was an uh a nightmare on elm street because i think we did it twice and it was for both stars of that film which is heather langenkamp and robert england and uh man I- interviewing the Interviewing Freddy fucking Krueger, man, was was something that I didn't ever see out of this show, to be quite honest. Again, when we started, Hell we no. just kind of wanted to, to talk horror and, you know, still debate who's better between Michael and Jason. We're still having that debate as we speak. And it's uh, it's crazy how that happened. And he was great. And that's another thing that I thought was really cool was not only did we get the interview, but he was so courteous with his time, so generous, um, you know. Of course, he you know he had to plug his new stuff, but he was very very generous in answering the Nightmare on Elm Street questions, which I'm sure he's tired of being asked how many hours he was in the makeup chair. I'm sure he was asked, or he's tired of being asked about how he got the role and all that stuff. But he he never showed it. And I thought he was great, and he was great to work with. And hopefully, we'll get the duo on someday. Hopefully. Hey, and I don't yeah. know if you remember this, but uh, when we reviewed Halloween 2018, you know, whenever there the those podcasters are about to pay Laurie Strode, we yep. made the comment. I remember saying the comment, "Man, I would pay good money for Robert England, and he's about the only one that I would pay for to have on." Little did we know, right down the road, three ninety nine. Go ahead, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're good, brother. So I'm not gonna lie, like that was the first holy shit moment I had with you guys, but. I joined the podcast a little later, as as we all know. Like I wasn't with you guys from the start, although I kind of was in spirit because you came you up know, with the you, know, you came up with the name of this show. I, and the original I was logo. like, 
Mike hit me up. It's like, hey, I think we're going to do a horror podcast. Would you have some ideas? I said, do you have a name? He said, no. I was like, well, let me just mock some stuff up. And I came up with don't go out there because what's well, more apropos, right? But I love, you know, once you guys were gracious enough to ask me to come aboard full time and I humbly accepted because I was thrilled that you value my opinion enough and my, uh, you know, we, we've, we're close enough to where you would bestow the honor upon me. I was, yeah, Robert England was the first that I was like, holy shit, this is the big time. This isn't just some podunk little, uh, to, to quote Billy Zane and Demon Knight, this ain't some <laughs> little podunk shit, you know. Like, <laughs> we got Robert England, but yeah. personally, personally, before I was officially a part of the crew, before I had ever even chosen a movie to review with you guys, guys, we got to interview CJ Graham. Mm-hmm. We oh, got yeah. to interview Jason Voorhees from my favorite Jason film, Friday the 13th Part 6. CJ Graham, like, that was so cool to me because I was like, you know, I, I'd, I'd been on a couple episodes with you guys to that point, like as a guest spot. And then when you guys like, hey, we're going to get to interview CJ Graham. Do you want to join us? I was like, uh, I don't care what I'm doing at that time. I am free. Yes, let's do that. And then just to, you know, that was my first interaction on this podcast with a guest. You guys had already interviewed Adam Marcus by that point. I got to come in and be like, my, my nerves were like all over the place because I didn't want to screw up what you guys had going. But I also was a, I was like fanboying out because that's Jason from my favorite Friday, the 13th film. And so, and he was a great guest. I thought that was a great interview. He was cool as hell. He gave some great insight. And so Robert England was my first Holy shit moment, but CJ Graham will forever be my favorite interview because that was my first when I wasn't even a full-time full-fledged member of this podcast. And I'm grateful to you three for allowing that to happen. Well, just from a producer standpoint, it's, it it changed everything getting Robert England on the show. It changed being able to, it opened up so many other doors because you were able to name drop Robert England. And I know for a fact some of the guests that have come on the show came on because it was almost like, oh, okay, well, Robert England came on the show. It must be okay. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I, I mean, I'm just being honest. Of course. Oh, oh yeah. He's always the, the first name you drop whenever you list off the yeah. who's who has been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and, right. And I'm right there with you. Like, when I remember whenever we called him on Skype, I was like, holy shit, he's really there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he was there on time, ready to go. Like, it was cool. And, you know, to piggyback off of what Dustin said, I missed that C.J. Graham interview. I'm not 100% sure why, but I remember being really pissed because I, too, love Jason Lives. It's not my favorite Friday movie, but it's damn close. And, uh, man, I, I'm i sad that I missed that one. But uh, to hit on something Dustin said, there's a reason Dustin's on this show. And this is probably since we're just kind of going back and forth here, a good time to tell that quick story. I remember we did the Friday the 13th ranking video or uh, <laughs> uh, the ranking episode. And we yeah. kicked around the idea of asking Dustin to be on that show. 
Gotcha, I remember, bitch. I was definitely sick. <laughs> I recorded that episode. If you listen to, listen to that episode back, I barely have a voice. But I was I, sick. I was sick too. Yeah, and I, I think I had COVID early. But anyway, um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was well enough to tell Dustin to fuck off. I remember that. So, <laughs> uh, but I think the three of us kind of knew around then that you know if if things ever kind of line up in a certain way that that Dustin was going to be a permanent part of our future after that episode. Cause not only was the chemistry there, but the episode is still a fun listen. Like the, we're so far apart on our Friday rankings. It's probably the farthest apart we are on any set of rankings we've done so far. So that was a lot of fun. And the chemistry was instant. And, and speaking of Friday 13, let's just talk about the interviews with those guys too. Yeah. We had every single Jason actor from six to the end. Well, Ooh. except Derek Mears. We've had all 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 those films. We've had that Jason on. That's Ooh. and you know and you know I'm not gonna you know troll or try and be funny, but you know I I, I text Brian one day I was like hey can you see if we can get Ken Kersinger on the show because I'm a big fan of his portrayal of Jason and Freddy vs Jason and that was a very special moment for me just getting a you know and and oh my God y'all I'm not gonna get no one's hopes up but if we can ever pull off the shit that he was talking about. That will be my favorite episode ever, regardless. But yeah. uh, you, you know, should I, ret- uh, you should retire at that point, Nico. I will. <laughs> but ha- I, I really enjoyed having Ken Kersinger on the show as well. He was uh, he was he great. Was such a he was such a nice guy. Yep. Yeah, he, he was well, great. He was, he he was, was. awesome. He, and you know, it's something. It's kind of cliche, but it's true. After you know, doing this show and getting to actually interview some of these guys, these people who play complete horror movie villains are some of the nicest people we've met. Uh, Everyone that's everybody that's you know been either Jason, or, uh, we had a Michael on, we've had Freddie on, we had Art the Clown on, and all of them were just super nice guys. And it's almost like you have to be to play that role to be able to flip the switch or something. But it's a cliche, but it exists for a reason. Where everyone underneath their mask or paint is has been great. I mean, just so gracious with their time and and super fun to interview. Well, also, it could be, you know, opposite end of the spectrum. Maybe they don't have to be to pull that off. Maybe they have to be to just comfort those that they're terrorizing in the films, right? Oh, like, I'm sure. If Art the Clown was chasing me down in these films, I wouldn't want to interact with David Howard Thornton. <laughs> like, I'd be like, man, fuck you. I'm going to have nightmares because of this film. So <laughs> may- maybe it's just like the nature of the beast. They're nice guys, and they're, they're super gracious because – there's portrayed in such assholish manners That's on fair. film, but also yeah, you're right. They've all been super great and and super gracious. Like I, like I can't honestly, if I were Robert England, I wouldn't waste my time with us piss ants. Come on, come on. What I got better things to do than that. But for him to be so nice and just go. As long as he did with us, because he could have told us, guys, I got to wrap it up. He wasn't. He didn't know. And no. and that and that man told us we had some of the best questions that he'd ever been asked. You know That's how such that a huge compliment. I quit after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you started working twice as hard on this show, which is insane. <laughs> oh yeah, we've done some incredible interviews and and heck. Lou Temple, wow. Uh, I'm really – I'm so sorry you missed that one, Mike. But yeah, I am too. About 20 minutes into it, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is this is awesome. <laughs> he was he was phenomenal. I, I, 
I listened to it one and a half times already, and he's great, man. Like he, he I'm, I'm so sad I missed that damn show. Oh yeah, and I love that little tribute he did for you at the end. What's the dish, Mike? Couldn't make my interview. <laughs> hey, what's the dish, Ishmael? I know. God dang it. I'm glad somebody had him do it though, because I do a pretty good Lou Temple in that film. Damn it. Oh yeah, and uh, I we don't have to touch on every single or whatever, right. but. You know, big shout out to Heather Langenkamp. Wow, she was awesome. She was incredible. One of the greatest final girls in in horror history. The great Lynn Shay. Wow, that was incredible to awesome. have her on. Uh, come on, Dustin. <laughs> I had an itch. Hey, we're trying oh, to God. upload this on YouTube, man. Come on. No, no, okay, that was a great interview. <laughs> okay, uh, but if you go back and listen to my opinions about a certain film. It's not a secret. It's okay. It was a great I'll... interview though. And shout out to Lynn Shea, the person. <laughs> the person. <laughs> hey, you're, hey, you're backtracking like a Michael Jackson moonwalk, brother. It's all good. I'm a defensive back. What do you want? <laughs> what, one, one more guest appearance I want to really shout out to. We talked about this before we started. Uh, we're all Florida State football fans. That's how we met because of Twitter. Uh, you know, it was just an idea to, to do this damn show. And big shout out to Rashad Green. Absolutely. He joined us uh, at the beginning of this year. It was actually for our New Year's episode. We reviewed The Conjuring too, and he was a film critic with us. And I thought he did a great job doing The Conjuring too. And that was that's still one of my favorite episodes that we've done because right. I love that movie personally. Yeah, and I agree. I, I want to give I want to give one more. I know we've had so many great guests. We don't want to you know list them all because you can find them all. Don't go out there.com. But I want to give a shout out to one more, just one, because she was so great. And I'm talking about Christina Lee's episode 52, July 7th, 2020 awesome. is when we released it. That was such a fun interview for me because that was really when COVID was kicking our asses, like yeah. as a collective, as yep. a country. COVID was in the thick of it. We're all stuck at home. We don't know what's going on. She was stuck at home, but she had so much fun with us. I felt like, like she I felt correct. like she yeah. enjoyed that as much as we did. Right, and yeah. that's a huge bonus. That was a great episode. And you could find her uh, cooking channel on YouTube. Go do that. Go buy her books on Amazon. She was one of my favorite guests. I had to shout that one out. Okay. <laughs> now we can move past the interviews in my opinion. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, she was awesome. I about to say, um, she was fantastic. It was incredible. Yep. And I, I'm just going to go ahead and admit, one of the biggest blunders, the greatest lessons I ever learned was, turn your damn mic on uh, <laughs> when you do a podcast. Because <laughs> uh, whenever we reviewed our second film, uh, 1970 Halloween, Brother Mike's favorite horror film, I forgot to turn my mic on and uh, kind of ruined the whole episode, and I still feel bad about that. That's okay, uh, brother. But you know, lessons right. learned for the future. Hey, you, hey, what I, hey, and I want to point this out. I'm glad you brought that episode up because I know we're kind of our own worst critic. But I got to be honest. That's me, what that, I felt like we knew when we like we could we had potential. That episode still holds up. I feel it's a quality episode from a content standpoint. I really do. Okay, so can I give my perspective as an outsider? Because at that point, I was not a part of this family. I was like a third cousin twice removed there you go so you know i knew all y'all and still I, and at the wedding we were all friends at that point but i was not a part of this don't go out there family i listened to it and i was like 
Nico, Nico, can you speak up a little bit? But at the same time, just turn the volume up a little bit. And then it was still a good episode. There was still quality content there. And then when our fantastic producer, Brian, went back and remastered that episode and cranked that volume up a little bit, hey, yeah. you, you're not missing out on anything when you go back and listen to episode two. Like it's, I re-listened to it once he once he remastered it. And I was like, okay, this is good. I wish I had been a part of it, but I couldn't add anything that y'all didn't because y'all killed that episode. It was a great episode. As I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, go ahead, Mike. You want to say something else? Yeah, I have the i i i had the idea, and and I know you're you're kind of driving this thing, but I wanted to ask everyone no, no, a question. No, go ahead. What would you say? your sleeper episode is one that maybe not maybe didn't get as much love as you thought. Cause I have one, I've had one in mind <laughs> for a long time. And I just want to know what everyone else's is because mine guys, if you're ladies and gents, if you're watching or listening to this, please go back and listen to silent night, deadly night. Not only is that movie awesome, but the episode is really, really good. If you've never seen it, watch the movie and then go listen to the episode. It's my sleeper episode that we've done. I think it's really, really funny and good. Oh, wow. Sleeper episode. Man. All right. So I can't say it's a sleeper because we did well in this episode. Title of the movie is going to do well just because it's the title of the movie. Yeah. But The Shining. It's a great (laughs) episode. The Shining episode was probably the most fun I've had with y'all because I felt like you, you know, I don't I don't I don't self-proclaim as a as a comedian. I don't I don't feel like I'm Dave Chappelle, but I felt like I was on fire that night and y'all were eating it up. And I could see your reactions oh, to what I was hilarious. saying. And it was just it was like gassing me up. So it was to the point where like, OK, let's keep going. Like y'all were gassing me up so much that episode to where personally the Shining is probably my favorite episode that we've done. And that's episode 43, released May 18th, available on all your streaming platforms or don't go out there.com. I got you, you, Brian. There you go. I appreciate that. I don't have my mic, so you got me for sure. <laughs> Dustin, I'm, I'm glad you brought The Shining up because I was going to bring that up as well. And I'll get to the sleeper episode because I'm still kind of pondering that. But uh, The Shining was the biggest surprise to me, I would say, because I think you can ask all of these guys. I I went to that movie expecting to honestly hate it. I was kind of dreading watching it. And then I ended up really loving loving that movie. I thought it was awesome. Uh, Jack Nicholson was one of – that was one of the best performances I've ever seen in in film in general, not just horror. Jack Nicholson as as Jack Torrance was absolutely incredible. And I, I still really – I'm like Mike – me and Mike both went and bought the damn Blu-ray like as soon as we got done watching it. <laughs> yeah. And I'd seen it a million times, but I didn't own it, and I needed to own it after after we reviewed it because I just like it so damn much. And I understand why it has its critics. Don't get me wrong, but I was oh, so yeah. I think the three of well, us were surprised at how much Nico liked that movie. To be honest, well, and and that that movie just it produced so many great one-liners from all of us. Like I thought today when I was just thinking back, I was like, okay, what are we gonna talk about tonight? I remember Nico saying that he was. What what'd you say he was riding the fuck out of that tricycle? Like, big wheel, riding the fuck out of his big wheel. Yeah, riding the fuck out of that big wheel, and I got tickled. Like I had to stop because I was laughing so damn hard because of Nico's one-liner. Like to me, The Shining was the episode 
to where the four of us were just like we were on a different level that night, Bubba. Like it was it was great. And that's the episode that Hathaway got outed as a damn Kubrickator. Jesus. And Christ. that and that because I also realized that Brian is my mortal enemy. Enemy, so we're, you know it's it's okay. <laughs> I don't I don't. You brought up the one-liner, and I got it. You got to bring up Spaghetti Death House because that is <laughs> the funniest thing that I have. I, I had to stop Nico reading during seven. I had to stop him and say, "Wait a minute! Wait, what? Wait, wait a minute! Say? Wait a minute!" <laughs> oh man! And and I know I could see Dustin like, like, like what did he just say? Spaghetti Death House. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was good shit, too. I don't, and I don't have, like, I, to answer your question, Mike, I don't really have a sleeper episode, I guess. I mean, the three that stand out to me the most, most is the the two It ones, just because I feel like that those are just so, they were, we were all worried about doing it because there's so much content in those two movies, and we were, so many people love them, and we were worried about screwing it up, and I felt like we just fucking hit a grand slam on both of them, and... My my personal one, I mean, I, 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 I use this damn show as like therapy for some of these movies. And I got out so much shit during Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> that like, I feel like uh, I can watch that movie now with like a clear heart now. I don't know. It's like it for real. It's like therapy to me getting on that show or doing that episode. Oh, man. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I was like, this this that movie really gave Brian a lot of closure, I think, a lot of peace, a lot of freedom. He can finally get all of the hate out of his heart on that movie. <laughs> well, and another thing that I'll say, it, it may not be a it may not be a sleeper episode moment. It's a sleeper part of every episode is when Nico is doing the scene by scene. He has a certain way of wording like things that he's observing that just catch me by surprise. And it's a good <laughs> yes. thing that I have my mic muted when he's doing the scene by scene because it never fails. At least once per episode, he'll say something like Spaghetti Death House. Where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you literally, verbally, I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? And I lose my mind. But thank God I have it muted because Nico does a great he, – he is an orator, baby. He is the Picasso of the microphone That's right. when he's doing the scene by scenes, and I love it. I, I remember uh, – I can't remember what episode it was, but whenever you brought up somebody having – more CTE than Chris Benoit. I had my mic muted and I was dying laughing. I was like, I'm so glad my mic is muted right now. Hey, is that insidious? It's one of those. Somebody was yeah. beating their head or something. Yeah. You know, I blacked out. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. And I want to give a shout out to um, a couple of movies. I mean, I'm not trying to be selfish, but like The Visit of Jeepers Creepers, The Strangers. I really felt like we had a lot of good discussion in those episodes. Uh, Halloween 2018 and 07, great yeah. discussion episodes. Absolutely. Um, I fixed I, here, 2018, by the way. Go back and listen to it. I fixed that movie. Here, here's my, here, here's uh, my here sleeper we go. pick, Mike. Here's my sleeper okay. pick, The Descent. That I agree. Great, that was a great episode. Just discussion I wise, really enjoyed that movie, right? No. No, you hated no, it. You oh, didn't. my bad. <laughs> but I think just from a talk, like a discussion point, I really enjoyed that episode as a sleeper. That was a good episode. Yes, it was. It, it, it was actually almost good because it was three on one. It, it, it really was. It was like everything positive the three of us had to say. Here comes Justin to kind of like 
take well, an ice pick and, but, and and stab it to death, which is okay, by the way. Absolutely. And, and the thing about that episode and that movie, I think, is everything Dustin was saying, you can totally understand. It's Absolutely. not just he's Absolutely. hating on it. Absolutely. Well, and, and so the thing is about The Descent, that was the second movie review after I joined you all full time. Right. So the first one that I was a part of was Saw. And yep. it's no secret. Saul to me is one of the goats. Yeah. yeah. So right. when we follow that up with something to where I'm not particularly fond of, I thought that was a great. I I, I feel proud of that because me watching that movie and then coming in here with the unknown, being like, how are they gonna accept this when I don't really like this movie? No, no, <laughs> you know, that, that's fair. That's fair. And yep. so I had to make sure that I was on my shit. I was like, I don't want to just say I don't like it for the sake of not liking it. I need to explain why I don't like this movie. What is wrong with this movie? Because there are some good from the movie. I feel like if you go back and listen to episode 32, released March 29th on don'tgoatherd.com, <laughs> I feel like if you go back and listen to it, you'll see that there were some positives I took away from it. And but that was a big one for me because it was like, OK, here we are right out the gate. I don't love it. Let's go. <laughs> I felt like Jon Snow on the battlefield and the Battle of the Bastards, <laughs> like my swords up. The cavalry's coming. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I, I got another episode I think is kind of a sleeper and it's not a review or an interview. It was our reaction video to Halloween kills being delayed. That was a really good discussion episode as yeah, well. I really, I, I honestly enjoyed the hell out of that episode. <laughs> I think my other sleeper is actually where, and this is really early on, before Dustin and and the episode was without Drew, and that's our Halloween rankings. You know, it's been so damn long since we did that episode. Yeah. You know, we were still kind of getting our feet wet. Yeah. And I've gone back and listened to it, and I still think it holds up. I think it's really, really good. I think me and Brian, you know, that was kind of the. Uh, that was kind of the the running joke for about you know six months that me and Brian agreed on everything. If you go back and listen to that show, it's kind of hard to argue against. Sorry, and, Brian. And and uh, and and I remember y'all were talking about Rob Zombie's Halloween too, and I was like, how many times have y'all watched this goddamn movie, and why? <laughs> I specifically remember that. You My mean you don't? My other sleeper though is, and it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with us being on it was Trey Rowland whenever he was guest starring on The Thing. He just kind of took that thing and did his <laughs> – Trey's better at podcasting than any of us ever thought about being, and he made that that episode. I just wanted to sit back and listen to him talk about The Thing. That, sh- that was great. It's episode 19, too, by the way. Yeah, Trey, Trey has a great ability to convey his personality through microphone. Absolutely. Like, Yes. I've never met Trey, but I feel like I know Trey. And that yeah. was well before Don't Go Out There was ever a thing, even before the role cast, when, you know, the, the podcast that he had on his own, talking about Florida State football and other things. Trey rolling on Twitter, I was like, I like this guy. And then he, <laughs> you know, he started podcasting. You're right, man. He, I, I enjoy that episode to this day as well. I wasn't a part of it. I wish it would have been because I feel like, uh, Trey and I would have had some great back and forth on that one, but <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, Trey. Trey is hilarious. That was a fun episode to to do. Um, what what else uh, sticks out to you guys? Oh man, I uh, 
I love how for a while the thing was to to say that Scream wasn't a horror, even though it completely is. And <laughs> and you, you can't say that without bringing up how Adam Marcus just and and I love Drew, but when Adam Marcus looked at or was that looked at Drew in them Skype and was like, "Why do you think it's not horror?" and he just froze up. <laughs> Like, uh... sometimes the, sometimes the troll will get you brother sometimes yeah. the troll will get you yeah you better you better be ready to back up your uh your jokes if you want to if you want to let them fly that's right that's right you can't just okay yourself out of it every time uh, no. uh well yeah and and my other thing that sticks out is brian putting my fucking face on a t-shirt which i'll never forgive him for uh <laughs> and nico owns it so that's always fun Call me sometime, man. That, sometime. Think about that. I mean, Mike is known for that now. Final girl, Mike. Call me sometime. He, yep. he's he he's got a what? I don't even know how to describe it. That that's him now. I guess that's arms a fucking in, catchphrase. Arms Arms Anderson is flourishing. So <laughs> you know, I, I thought his name I thought his name was Mileage Mike now. All right, Mileage okay. Mike, Mister oh. Worldwide three hundred five Pitbull Mileage All Mike. Right. Settle. Okay. You got more nicknames to, anyway. So. I got to be honest with you guys, selfishly, one of my favorite moments was episode 40. That's released on April 28th. That was Final Destination, released in the year 2000. I say that because that was the first film that I got to choose. Mm-hmm. Like, when I Fair got enough. thrown in the rotation, like, okay, hey, this is going to be your week. What are you picking? I picked Final Destination, and I'm proud of how it turned out. Like, I, I, I listened to that episode recently, actually, and I was like, you know I'm proud of that because now that I've been a part of this for so long, I wanted to go back and be like, okay, how was I when I was still new? So let's listen to how it was when my first episode came about. I felt like we we, we did well. Some other things I'm proud of is, uh, you know, when Dick got whacked, I felt like that's that's an iconic moment. If you go back and listen that's, to the, the Shining episode. God damn it. You did that on the, purpose. <laughs> that episode will forever be funny to me because of Dick getting whack. Shout out to Brothers. I still um, laugh about it. <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy being now known as the one that's just gonna go against whatever Nico picks. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I've got a lot of favorite moments, honestly, guys. Like this has been such a pleasurable experience. Hey, can I, can I compliment you, Dustin, on something? I feel like you bring a lot of movies that we would probably not pick anytime soon, too. Like, you bring a whole different flavor and variety to the show that was needed. I I feel that way. Like, I, I like See No Evil, but I wouldn't pick that anytime soon. I'm glad Bones, we did, though. Bones, I would never fucking pick Bones. That movie was awful. No hey, offense, whoa, brother. whoa, brother. Whoa. No well, offense. You know, so. <laughs> Come hey, on. Hey, hey, don't you talk about Dustin's mayor that way. Damn it. Yeah. You're coming. Oh, then you're just going to tear me down. I will get my mayor, Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. Jacob Goodnight, to choke slam you back to Jasper, Florida, brother. Oh, he's washed guess- up now. He, he ain't doing nothing to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, I was thinking about this earlier today, fellas, and I hate to kind of poop on our own show, but two of my least favorite episodes are uh, Audition. Not because the the episode's bad, but it was one of the worst movies that we've got to watch. And God, the awful help- film. The Hellraiser episode stinks because I fell asleep while watching Hellraiser. That movie sucks on ice. Yeah, that movie, that movie okay, now you get personal with me again. So what the hell, man? Did you but pick I, Hellraiser? I like it. I wasn't well, on that episode, but I like did, it. You didn't pick it, so I'm not shitting on you. 
Well, you're not the one that made me watch know. that dog shit. You know how I feel about it. Clive Barker, I'm sure you're great. I'm sure you're a nice man, but that movie stinks. Wow. I just want to piggyback off your your final destination thing is uh, me personally, you know, getting Ali Larder to do the intro to that show. That was a big thing for me because I love that girl still. Uh, it, to this day, I used to have posters of her on my wall when I was in high school. And uh, getting her to do that intro was one of my favorites, well, favorite intros for all of them that I've done. But I'll say the the last thing that I can think of that, and it's totally selfish for me, is whenever I kind of took over the producing duties and like kind of said, okay, well, this is this is mine. I get to edit these things and I get to go find some of these people to be on the show and interview. I love that so much. So whenever I got that opportunity and you guys let me be in that role, that's that's the highlight of. I mean, my I mean, I could. If, if we never did another episode, which, by the way, believe it or not, this is the 80th episode that we've done, wow. 80. Um, if I never do another one, I, I can look back on this year of my life, and 2020 is not the shit show that everybody says it is. I think about this and this show and getting to do the things that I've never in my life thought I'd ever get to do. Talk to some of these you know, people and, and talk talk about you know, these movies that, that I've grown up loving. So thank you. Dude. I, I echo that 100%. I, I can't echo that. I can't stress my gratitude towards you enough, Brian, like all that you do for this show, all that you've made happen for the four of us. You, no, you don't get to be thankful. You get to be, you get to, you get to bask in this moment while we praise you for all that you do, Brian. And one more thing that, I want to throw out there that was a cool moment for me because I was still relatively new at this. You guys had had her on before. I want to shout out to the Oculus episode 2013. I thought that having Crystal from the Horror Nights In podcast, I thought yep. that was a fun episode. It was. Because, you was. know, Crystal's been a friend of the show since before I came aboard. Absolutely. And then just having her on, the camaraderie that we built with her. Uh, myself included. So when I say right. we built with her, y'all already had it, but we built it with me. And then, you know, we sent her the T-shirt and just seeing her give us a shout out on her Instagram. Like, I'm so thankful for this shirt that has y'all's name. Like, someone is thankful for a T-shirt with my name on it. That's crazy to me, especially since she has her own following. Right. That was one of those moments where it was a self-realization moment where, like, guys, we're doing something cool. Like, people people appreciate us that don't have to appreciate us. Right? Right. and, and the Oculus episode was a fun episode anyway because, uh, you know, it's a WWE Films movie, and I like wrestling, so that's it. Uh, it was a good episode about a bad movie. I mean, average movie. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah uh, you're right. so, so hold on. So I actually I want to piggyback off of that really quick. I want to thank Crystal as well. I mean, I, I feel like the, the episodes that she on, great chemistry with us. I think she was really good. She's a lot like me where she gets a little wordy in a good way or, or I just talking to talk and that's me like that's me. So uh, to go back and forth with her was kind of fun. I'm so sorry, though, Crystal, that you had to come on for audition. I really do apologize for that. <laughs> I think it was only picked because it was the 
only movie known to man that Mike hadn't seen. And I think that was the determining <laughs> factor for that. Whoever picked that, I think it was, it might've been Drew, but uh, that was, you know, little do we know that Tales from the Crypt would come later, but that's up until episode was a 78 or whatever it was. You had only seen, not seen one movie that we watched <laughs> or that we picked. And I think that was why uh, that it had to go to fucking foreign film to get one you hadn't seen. Unfortunately, I've I've now seen it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to address all the bullying that I've went through this past year. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Just kidding. I, I I've I've uh, I've redeemed myself somewhat. I've watched I'll, a lot of the movies they've told me to. That's I right. would like to say that the movie Seven would be a ten had it starred Ethan Hawke. Um, uh, but, oh, oh, well, I'll see y'all next we're, time. We're not doing that. <laughs> or Ed Norton, but instead of Brad Pitt. But hey, you know, it's time to. Uh, anyways. Time to oh, okay. Anyways, one of my favorite episodes is probably Cabin in the Woods because one, I got Nico to watch it again, so that was kind of fun. Uh, no matter what he says about it, but the rest of us <laughs> really loved <No>? it. <laughs> what? You know what? I have a I have a similar sentiment. One of my favorite episodes was Friday the 13th Part 8 because I made you rewatch it. So uh, And my feelings did not change one yeah, bit. My, wait, my until an up, hey, wait until an upcoming episode. Or it backfired. Yeah, I was going to say, that backfired <laughs> on you, bud. That movie stinks to high heaven. Just waiting in a couple weeks to see where I put it on our list. <laughs> hey, I got, I got an idea that we didn't discuss beforehand. Because, you know, this episode is kind of a... Let's just chat amongst friends. So I got an idea. We accomplished incredible things in 2020, right? Like so many things that I never thought possible. Let's speak some things into existence. What do we want for the next 365? I'll be honest. Get Tobin Bell on the show. Tobin Bell? I'm this close. I'm this close, Nico. Let's speak that one into existence for sure. I have a... I have that, a pipe dream. You know, Brian Brian brought up Robert England as a top, which I will not argue, but Tobin is right up there with him. Like that that joker is iconic to me. Hey. Like I want to play a game. Whew. Fellas. <laughs> I by the way, having Tobin Bellon would be fucking amazing. Uh yeah. also having him do an intro would be even fucking ah, oh, jeez. Anyway, uh yeah, I know that this is uh, really uh, reaching for the stars here. But if we ever got the original Scream Queen herself on this show. JLC. I don't know oh. what I would do. Oh, <laughs> you guys know. I thought you were talking, about, I thought you were talking about Nev Campbell. <laughs> oh well, I tell you right now, that's the, that's one B right there. If we got, and by the way, more likely to get Nev. So come on down, Nev. Let's go, baby. Scream well, Five. You have a movie to promote. You're gonna be the killer this time. I'm speaking that into existence too, since we're on this track. <laughs> Speaking it into existence. Come on and promote screen five, Nev, and then let me. Cat, Cat, I love you to death, but I have some thoughts for Nev. (laughs) Well, you you know how I feel about JLC. So anyway, uh, I'm just going to throw my personal ones out there. It's no secret, right? I want two interviews in 2021 or beyond. David Arquette. We have to have David Arquette. And we have to have Rob Zombie. If we have either, I would of love those, to have Rob on the show. 
If we have either of those, well, first of all, if we have Rob Zombie, Nico's not allowed because I would not let him speak nicely to Rob Zombie <laughs> after he slandered him for a year. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> no, those two to me, like, it's funny because even before I was a part of you guys' podcast, like, not even just speaking strictly as horror. I love David Arquette. Like, Ready to Rumble is one of my favorite movies from my adolescence because I love wrestling, and it's hilarious. And wrestling, he's too, but holy it. shit. Scott hey, Vaughn's a goat. Go. Oh, sorry. Scott Vaughn is a goat. You, you, let me crown you. But anyway, Ready to Rumble is a great movie, and then he's accomplished some great things in his personal life. He married Courtney Arquette, ho- or Courtney Cox Arquette. Holy shit. That man is winning at life. And then... You know, Rob Zombie, I think Rob Zombie is a, a musical genius. He He's also a film genius, despite whether you like his movies or not. You have to admit that he's a, at least somewhat of a genius, that someone keeps giving him money to fund his films. And he's made some films that have made a lot of money and have a cult following. Those two, to me, are, that's what I want for 2021. We're going to do it, fellas. We're going to do it. Oh, zombie would be a hell of a get for the show. That'd be a yeah. huge get. Well, oh, so, but not so Arquette. We, oh, but not Arquette. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he would be too. But Rob Zombie is, is it's a huge get. I know, I know, I know. I just had to bust your chops. So, so I mean, so we're we're speaking today into existence, right? We're not jinxing them, right? It's a speaking nope. into existence, not jinxing. Because a little, because exactly. a little behind the scenes producer secret behind the behind the doors here is. Nico knows we're real close to getting Topin Bell. Um, we just kind of got to line up schedules. We're real close to getting Katie Sackhoff. Just Let's got go. she's al- she's already said yes. I just got a lot. We just got to line up schedules. Uh, another one and one of one of two of my personal ones that I would like to really get. Uh, Tony Todd, who did yes. an intro for the show. Uh, you know, I mean his. Candyman may not be my favorite movie, but he's an icon in the horror horror community. Oh, Mike loves him. Stood yeah. right next, stood right next to him in the airport. Ah, we're real, well, we're real close. Tony we're Tom. real close to getting him too. Like, uh, um, but the one that I really want to get now would be really bad. I really would love to get Nev Campbell. That would be my number one on the list. And you know what? That's that's just how blessed I am personally because. If I had to rank the three people I really wanted to interview more than anyone on this show, Nev was number three, and now she's number one because we've already gotten number one and two. That's how awesome, because you know I, uh, Robert Robert England and Heather Lane Camp were my one and two that I always wanted to get. So um, David Arquette behind the scenes, a little peek behind the scenes. They've already he's already turned us down once, but I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on him. I got, I got I got just one more, but it's kind of really closely related to uh, Rob Zombie, and that's Bill Mosley. Uh, just because I really love The Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell and House of a Thousand Corpses, like I love that trilogy. So Bill Mosley would be one. And but, apparently, uh, I'm the only yeah. one that's seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. I want to ask him about Chalk Top, baby. Let's go. Oh yeah. <laughs> Does anybody got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, as far as movies I'd like to speak into existence that we review, I'm going to make all of you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, so that's fun. I'm definitely going to make all of you watch Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie. And what the fuck? Why? Yes. Because yes. I'm an asshole. I, love <laughs> I can't wait, baby. That will be a great 
discussion episode. Yes, it will, and that's why I'm picking it when I get the chance. Uh, and I'm going to make all of you watch Jason X and enjoy the kills as I do. Thank you. The fuck? I, I don't hate yeah. Jason X, so I'm fine with it. You could have <laughs> at least picked Jason Goes to Hell because I at least liked that one, so you'd have had me. Now, now you're going to pick Jason X just to be an asshole. That's, well, everyone knows fine. I love Jason Goes to Hell. Now That's I'm, fine. It can be just like the Terrifier ex- episode. It's a tag team match. Brian and me versus <laughs> Nico and Mike. <laughs> I so, cannot believe you're going to sit on this show and defend Jason Takes Manhattan, but shit on Jason X. you goddamn right. It makes more sense than Jason being in space and turning into the Super Shredder. How does, a, a, how does Crystal well, Lake flowing into the Atlantic Ocean make any more sense? Than being him, him, him being in space. Hollywood magic, baby. At Listen. least, <laughs> at least Jason X gives us the setting it fucking says it's going to in space. I'm sorry, my my AirPods are dying. I can't hear you. You're breaking up. So anyway, um, that's what I thought. <laughs> hey, Jason takes Manhattan did have the best Jason of all time, Ken Kersinger. In it oh, as well. here we go. Here we go. He's oh, no oh. Man, but he's great. Oh, um, my bad. My bad. He's you no know, Derek Mears, but he's great. Oh, I said. It, if, if we're talking just final thoughts, final thought is I love you all like family. I'm 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 forever gracious that you asked me to join the show. Same. And once once I did join the show, I cannot exp- I cannot express how happy I've been with the product and how proud I am of what we've accomplished and what you've allowed me to be a part of. So I'm I'm grateful to all three of you. And then also, if we're talking just, you know, Mike started it. So if, if you guys want to know what the next 365 is going to entail for you all, just be prepared. We're doing tremors. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're doing a lot of Stephen King, including Christine, Maximum Overdrive. Oh. Yeah. 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 And oh, I'm making well, good. I get to shit on another one of your movies. I'm making you bitches watch a musical. We're doing Sweeney Todd. Love the Sweeney Demon Todd. Love Sweeney Street. Todd. What's up? Me, pal. I love Sweeney We're Todd. doing it. Let's go. Hey, Mike, you got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, real quick. First of all, I can't believe you're going to make me watch Maximum Overdrive, you asshole. Second it's of all, a- it's an awful fucking film. Anything with a scary car is stupid. Um, so listen. Oh, that's right. I said Joy Ride. Um, so listen. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I've enjoyed every second of this show. I'm so glad that uh, me and Nico get, got into a quote-unquote Twitter argument about who was better between Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. It, it ended up leading to this show because I remember Brian jumping in on a random, and, and Nico kind of texted me and said, hey, what do you think about adding Brian to the show? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to add Brian to the show. He knows his shit. Plus, he has all this cool fucking memorabilia. That, which, by the way, when we talk about who's really rich on this show, Oh, shit. All you got to do is go to Brian's memorabilia closet. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, listeners, comment if you've ever, ever Talk rented a movie because you didn't want to walk 10 feet to pick it up and put it in the Blu-ray. <laughs> hey, hey, comment yeah, below. that's crazy that Nico did that. I would never do that. That's crazy. That <laughs> oh, Nico yeah, it was me. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, but no, man, I'm so happy that I'm a part of this. So thankful for all of you. Uh, I'm thankful for our listeners. Uh, that really, really just – it's crazy how we actually have listeners. That, that that just blows my mind to me. You know, when we started out, we had friends and family. Now we have people that actually write in and comment and share and listen. And it's just – it's crazy, man, to, to see it take off the way it has. It's not something I saw coming. 
and uh, I'm so I'm so proud to be part of it, and I'm 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 thankful for you three. Really, Brian, final thoughts. Yeah, and I mean I, I said a lot of it earlier when I was talking about you know kind of becoming the producer, but let me just say like I, I think that a lot of I, you know I believe that things are meant to be, and you know. That you know, you guys have have all you guys knew each other before this. You guys have hung out at football games. You guys have talked on Twitter and things like that. I literally just happened to sit down, watch Friday the 13th, 2009, and for some reason said, you know what, I'm going to take a picture of my screen and post it on Twitter and say, look, I, this is what I'm watching, and it caught Nico's eye, and he made a comment about it, and we got to talking and. That that literally has led to this, and so, like I said, things are meant to be, man. I, I just it, it things happen for a reason. So, uh, you know, I, I cannot say how grateful I am to everybody who listens to the show. You know, I, just being a part of it, I love even if we had no listeners. Just, just yep. you know, I yep. love doing it. So, thank you. Yep. Yeah, my final thoughts are: I just want to thank all three of you. Uh, we all put in. I know people think that it's easy just to do a podcast. It's not. We all put a lot of hard work and time into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm kind of glad that we just put it through a tweet out there and it and now it's turned into this. I never expected to get the interviews we've gotten or anything like that. It's we have a website now. Um, and honestly, to, to for me to end this, I just want to really, really. I'm just going to praise Brian before we end as we end this. He's the oh. backbone of the show. Yep. I, I might have said I might have tweeted that we should yep. do it, but Brian is the backbone. He does all the behind the scenes. Absolutely. He gets all the guests. He, he produces the show. He edits it. He makes the graphics. Uh, no, no matter how humble he is, uh, Brian is the backbone of the show. This show would not exist another day if he quit. So uh, I <laughs> yeah. want all. Of, I want. I want Brian to know that he is appreciated. That's not true. And we yep. really thank him for all of his hard work. Absolutely. I mean, hell, he remastered every single episode up until he became producer just to make sure they were as good as they could be because he keeps watching. You know, we watch our listens for our older ones, and so he, he fixed all the older episodes. Uh, without this show, Brian, or without Brian, this show would not happen. So uh, show love to Brian, and we all love you, and we thank you. Love you, Absolutely, Mike. Love man. you, Dustin. Love you, Brian. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing this show until, I don't know, forever, I guess. Uh, hey, I don't hey there's, there's a lot of fucking horror movies and Let's a lot do of it horror. Until we run out movies. of Sharknados to review. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 my last episode will be the one right before Maximum Overdrive, so that's no big deal. I, I also want to stress to everyone how Mike, much I Mike, hate Michael Mike, Settle. So. <laughs> Mike, Mike's going to call in tonight. We got to do Maximum Overdrive. I don't feel that good, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I got COVID. My bad. No, we're waiting. We're waiting 14 days, motherfucker, and we're doing it. I can wait. I can wait. I hope you're ready to Jon Snow that shit, because I'm coming. Well, thank, right. thank you guys for the kind words, man. I, I, I love doing man. it. I don't, you know, I, I love it. I love every every minute of it, so thank you. Oh, absolutely, and I mean that. You, you're the backbone. You make everything work. Uh, and just want to thank all our fans and listeners, too, uh, you know, go follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Don't Go Out There. You'll find us. Uh, we love interacting with all of you. Uh, now, like Mike said, we have listeners. We have some really, really big-time diehard fans who comment 
on every post, and I appreciate it because they're from all across the country. Right. It's yep. awesome that we've reached new people. Uh, thank you, fans, and uh, we look forward to bringing y'all even more and more reviews and content. Yes, Shan, Shan, Michelle, Joe, thank you guys. Yes, Dennis, Dennis uh, Sean, Irwin. Big <laughs> shout out to y'all. Uh, Matt Sears, we, Matt. I mean, he, he, Matt he Sears. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, fans, from the bottom of our heart. Hey, you, Dustin. Bye. Wow. <laughs> and I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't do it out there. Oh,